right side, at least I won't have to make room for dating around my gaming schedule. That would suck. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. The retarded cousin rides the short bus. You don't let him drive it. I guess my princess is in another castle. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hey guys, this is Kenny, and welcome to our very first companion cast for Season 4, Episode 1. So I'm going to try to explain a little bit about what to expect for a companion cast. First of all, these casts will solely be myself, uh, as Jenny was extremely busy with other priorities and wasn't able to make it to the set of the Guild Season 4. I think she made it maybe like two days, and I was there the entire shoot. So a lot of this will be just me solo. Kim Evie, the producer of the Guild, and I tried to come up with what we can do, some sort of special podcast besides our regular podcast that we will continue to output. Us Also, microcasts and any news minicasts, we will do those as well. But we wanted to come up with something special, and we both came up with this idea of doing a companion cast. So it's it's more or less, I was on set for season four, and as soon as the actors were done shooting a scene, they would come to me and talk to me about that scene, or they would tell me how they felt about it, or you know how well they felt they performed in it. It varies from day to day. Sometimes I can get a you know a twenty second bite from somebody because they're just so busy and it was such a long day. And other days I can sit down and have an actual conversation with people. So it's going to vary from podcast to podcast. Some of the podcasts maybe just five minutes long. If I didn't get much information or if a lot of stuff really didn't happen much and a lot of people didn't talk about it, then I won't have much information to relay to you but uh, some of the podcasts may be an hour because i got tons and tons of information every podcast i'm trying to speak with felicia since she wrote it she gives some great insights and uh, i think she brings a lot to the podcast so i'm really trying to speak with her for every podcast also sean becker who is the director i try and talk to him in every podcast also there's really no structure for these podcasts, as each one will be different. So it's just a matter of what bites I have that go along with each episode. So each one of these podcasts will be episode-specific. This will be you know, a little behind-the-scenes of what the actors were thinking when they were filming something, or why show went a certain way with a storyline, or how Sean felt the overall directing went, and stuff like that. So it should be a lot of fun. So I'm hoping you guys really enjoy these. And then, like I said, this might be a little disjointed because they are just quick interviews that I did with the cast and crew during the shoot. So sound quality will be different. Um, some of it will be better than others. I tried to do the best quality I could, but I obviously I didn't have my studio and I'm have my little laptop and my little microphone with me, you know, and then people were working still in the backgrounds and you know, these are definitely on the fly. These are experimental. Nothing like this has been done before for any podcast web series. And we're very excited to bring these to you. So hopefully you guys enjoy them. So let's go ahead and take a listen to uh, my first one, episode one of season four. Hey guys, this is Kenny. I'm live on the set of season four of The Guild, and I'm here with the one and only Felicia Day. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Kenny. (laughs) So we just got done filming episode one of The Guild, and let's just first start. How much of this did you already pre-plan, like, you know, seasons before you knew that you already had ideas for? 
Or was, it, was all this just brand new after season three? You just it's came kind up? of it was all brand new. It was, I mean, I think that I always had the idea of uh, of this relic. Yeah, I mean, I always, I can't, I don't want to spoil for. Well, I yeah, almost just spoiled spoil a lot of, uh, yeah. of of season. So for this, for the opening for episode, the opening episode, yes. um, it, it pretty much all started off uh, organically from season three. Yeah, and it's I, a continuation. I mean, it's literally the next day. Yes, yeah, a day or two. Yeah, yeah. maybe the yeah. the next day, like yeah. two days. But yeah. yes, but that's also the last two seasons are kind of like continuations too. Yeah. So. Uh, we don't take a huge leap forward because I kind of like that continuity. I don't know why. We yeah. probably look older because <laughs> we filmed it months later, but whatever. It's a movie, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I honestly had to start a little from scratch because the whole cliffhanger was... I always knew the cliffhanger to season three was going to be me and Fox hooking up. Yeah. But I never really thought through, like, what was going to happen there. And um, so when I sat down to write, I was like, I can't let this go unanswered. So that would just be a disservice to everybody. And I want it to be realistic. And I don't want it to be, you know, I I went through a million scenarios of like, what would would something predictable happen in this thing? Yeah. What would, and then for the episode one, like the thing that I didn't want to have the whole season turn out to be is Codex hiding a relationship from Mm -hmm. the guild and getting caught. Like to me, that would be the most common thing to have happen yeah. with this. So I decided, first off, she's going to, you know, she's going to tell them. Clean. Yep. She's going to come clean. But that's a codex move. I it don't w- think she can keep that in herself, period. I think that when, the, we, yeah, we do see as the season goes on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we see that come out, actually, yeah. how bad she is yeah. at that part of it. But the fact that she's going to come clean because she feels guilty yeah. um, is a choice that I made because I just didn't want to go through the shoe leather of having people find out. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, you know, I go to movies and I get bored because I know what's going to happen in the next act. Yeah. And I try to avoid that. So, yeah. This season gets a little crazy with that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, you know, as I'm editing with uh, Sean and Kim, I think these episodes are really funny. Yeah. There's always something in the episode that is like, this is the highlight of the episode. <laughs> now, did you always intend to go back to Cheesy Beards? Because now we have so, vents, or we have blades, technically. We have, yes, we have, uh, yes, I uh, I definitely always, last season I intended to go back to Cheesy Beards, and um, I always knew I wanted to see Vince at work, because I was like, he is not capable, he's not <laughs> going to be a good employee, he's not good at what he does, I just know that. And the fact, it was almost like when uh, season one, episode one of season three aired, people were like, I want that Cheesy Beard shirt. Oh, yeah. So just the fact that people wanted that shirt... Kind of was like, oh, we should totally go back to Cheesy Beards because it's kind of like you know, the the coffee shop at yeah. Friends. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got to have a hangout, so this doesn't yeah. turn into. And what's cool is you're going actually yeah. not you're going into the kitchens. Well, you're that not, you're not in the booth yeah. anymore. In the you know you're more in the kitchen. We're in the bowels, area. yeah, seeing where the people were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, but oh, listen, the the hairnet was completely my idea. So just <laughs> seeing blades in a hairnet. I hope carries everybody through that episode because that is my the highlight of the episode for me is seeing yeah. blades in a hairnet. I think yeah. it's the most ridiculous, awful thing I've ever seen, <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard. And he's terrible. Like Sean had him like sneeze on that grill, like just the OCD in me just went like vomit. I just ah. <laughs> Amal- thank you for a Malfi, and I promise we clean that. I mean, they're a very clean place. <laughs> yes, and yes, they are. Yes, so there yeah, you go. They cleaned it. So there's some new characters. Uh, we can't talk about some of them. Yeah. Because we haven't seen them yet. No. But we did see the waitress. We did. That's Jeanette. Yes. And she, yeah, I had to have somebody at Blaze's work to be in it, you know, yes. just kind of like spice it up. You can't just see him at the kitchen. You have to see how one of his coworkers feels about it. Yeah. And she is 
she's just really attitude-y, but in a way, like, I feel like she's way more competent yeah. than Blades, and she just has to put up with him, which I think everybody is like that with Blades. <laughs> it's just like the world has to put up with Blades, and yeah. it's just an awful thing. So, um, she, you know, she just, we just see a little glimpse of her, um, and she's such a good actress, you know, there's a lot of times when you do casting, it's really hard, the hardest parts to do as an actor and to audition for are a couple lines because honestly it's so hard to just get in the zone of being a real person so and pull it. Yeah, yeah and having a character and she immediately when we when we auditioned people she was really the first one you know the one who really brought a believable person to it rather than being a caricature yeah. of just like a mean waitress yeah. so I really I just really love her as a person and she I felt she brought a lot to the role so I'm, hopefully people will enjoy seeing her a little bit more of her later this season now um, who came up with the whole Clara's uh Squid Hat. Oh, for the Festival of the Sea. Um, that was that was me because um, and, and you know, Kim found that hat. I just wrote a squid hat, and uh, because I wanted it to be thematic, I wanted her. I feel like Clara is she's so non-traditional, but I think one thing she probably does really well with her kids, especially, mm-hmm. is holidays. Like I, I could see her having like the crazy, you know, decorating the house from top to bottom kind yeah. of situation. So um, it, it it was a uh, it was it was it was pretty funny. I just like made it up, and the, and Kim was like, "Oh yeah, I found a squid hat." <laughs> so you can just buy those online. It's not like we had it made or something. Yeah. It's a dude who just had it and was in Orange County, so they're very cute. You should buy one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, let's see who. What else happened in the first episode? Um, well, the uh, the guild hall is brought up. Yes. Yeah. So was that because that's that's a big theme in the, the season. It's one of it's one storyline that's set up. Yeah. So you know we set up a fox storyline and we set up. Um, and we set up the the guild hall. Yeah, so the guild hall, just the idea that uh, I needed to have something in game to unify people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought, uh, to me, I played Ultima online, and that was always my favorite thing about that game, was and, and about Puzzle Pirates is another MMO that I played obsessively, which is that I could have my own ship. I could have my own, um, and I know that uh, EverQuest and a couple of other MMOs, not Warcraft, mm-hmm. but um, a couple of other MMOs do have their own um, uh, player housing, and I feel like that's a huge addition, and it could be something that unifies the guild versus, because this whole season I just wanted to not have life, life or death yeah. stakes with the guild. Or ripping them apart. And- yeah, I feel like they went through a lot at the end of season two and, th- and through three, and I feel like this is one where they could settle down, so... Like I said, I've like said in every interview, like this is a much different theme, yeah. much different style. Well, but great though, every season is so different. I try. Yeah, like they're not. They're so not the same. Yeah, they're and I guess team. that's weird, but um, people seem to. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Thing, I never want to be bored. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I think the web you can't. Since we don't tell stories, we don't release an episode a week every all throughout the year. Yeah. You have to kind of reinvent what you're doing. Um, as you go along and uh, I'm never one to just like sit that's why when people ask me oh would you do that as a TV show I'm like wow I guess I'd have to pick one of those styles huh <laughs> <laughs> true. it's true it'd so be it would be completely different which is not a bad thing yeah. if I ever get a great idea for oh this would be a venue that we could do every week yeah. for 13 episodes a season I yeah. would totally jump on that but I'm a little busy right now yeah it's Start. That was fun doing the pyrotechnics. For that, that was crazy with yeah. that the uh, the cliffhanger to episode yeah. one. Um, yeah. It was a lot more advanced than we would have done. And I was like, well, "We're going to do this in post," and we're like, "Oh, we can't afford that." So let's just uh, yeah, blow up a computer. Real. Was it was real. It really was, blew up in your face. And there was smoke, and yeah. it was not well ventilated. Flame and yeah. Yeah, my eyebrows are still here. <laughs> um, 
here with producer Kim Evie. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about episode one. Episode one of season four, The Guilt. Okay. Uh, Obviously, it picks right up. I mean, it's literally like the next day or the next day that, you know, a few days. I, yeah, I'm not sure in the timeline, but yeah. definitely there's the yeah. It's directly dealing with the ramification of Codex having yes. uh, hooked up with Fox. <laughs> yes. uh, how much input do you have on the script? Um, you know, Felicia shows it to me at various stages, and I give suggestions. You know, of um, uh, sometimes it's structural, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she'll she'll do what she calls just her. I don't know if she's calls it this, but it's like a vomit draft. It's like, I just have to write it and get it out. Yeah, I've heard so that, that before. You know, and so um, sometimes she'll show me that one and just be like, okay, there it is now, you know, like... And it's just more like ideas or thoughts. It's kind of like the whole script, but it's just like, it's literally, she, you know, she's she's working on, obviously, from an outline that she's made, but then she just kind of gets it out and she yeah. doesn't go back and hone and, you know, so sometimes it's, you know, and, and that just gives her an idea of like, well, how is this playing out and like, art, you know, like, oh my gosh, I've just written a scene that's like three pages of dialogue which for the guild is a lot you know just people talking like two people sitting in a room talking so she's like okay that you know this feels long what can we cut does it should this go here so you know um cool now for episode one we have obviously it's a lot of it's video Mm -hmm. it's them talking to each other i think it's all video i think episode one is all video all all video i'm talking Mm -hmm. um where she's trying to she's trying to relieve her guilt by telling the gang that she slept with fox yes and but she ends up, uh, yeah, backtracking and yeah. saying, no, 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 we were in a relationship yes. because they, she doesn't want them to think, think badly of her. Thinks badly, well, yeah. Well, but then we have, well, we have Blades inside Cheesy Beards. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we introduce the and Cheesy we, Beards And we introduce Jeanette. Yes. The waitress. Yes. And their relationship. Yes. Um, how was casting with uh, Jeanette? It was a really, really fun casting session. And uh, Timberly just, you know, ended up just being so, so great, you know, in the role. She just has, like, she had exactly the right amount of attitude, but without being, I guess, like, threatening or something. You know, you wanted somebody who could match blades and, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. She's just perfect, I mean. Uh, Let's see. Um, So did you, I know I talked to Felicia about this. Were you hoping we'd go back to Cheesy Beards? Because it was so popular in the first season. And then we really didn't hear about it until season three a little bit. I think going back to Cheesy Beards was partly uh, just wanting to revisit that space. And also it was because season three was epic. You know, it really, the scope, it was it was grand and it was a tough shoot. And, you know, so Felicia deliberately said, okay, we're not, you know, going so many places this yeah. year. We're just, it's going to be in our houses and then it'll be at Cheesy Beards. Yeah. And that'll, that'll be it. But yeah. it was really fun to go back there and sort of open up that world more. Yeah, yeah, because we're definitely behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in the kitchens instead mm-hmm. of out in the booth. Yeah. That was really yeah, cool. and it's funny because Cheesy Beards now is, uh, well, that's for a later episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, this is Kenny, and I have a wonderful new cast member with us, Timberly Hill, who plays, uh, would you call her Sassy? I would call her Sassy. Jeanette. <laughs> she uh, works with Blades at Cheesy Beards. Uh-huh. Um, how did you hear about the role? 
Um, I heard about the role through my my manager. Okay. And they just called up and they said that you know this was going on, mm-hmm. and so it sounded really exciting. So I came in, read for it. Cool. That's great. Yeah. And had you heard about the guild before? This is what's funny is um, maybe a month prior mm-hmm. I I hadn't, and then we went to the streamies, mm-hmm. and then you know Felicia's like the Julia Roberts of the <laughs> streamy awards. So we're like, what's going on? So then we come home and we watch it, and yeah. now and then we started watching it, and then I got. An audition so for it. So it was you, so. So you got the audition. You got you watched it already. Became a fan we watched, of it. Yes. And After then we heard about it at the streamies, we're like, well, are we the only people who don't have not seen this show? So then we started watching it, and that's then cool. I got an audition for it. It that's was awesome. really weird. And you but, got the part. Cool. I know. Isn't and that you're weird? on the show. That's great. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really exciting. Very cool. So what have you done in the past? Oh gosh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, most uh, here in LA, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, Numbers, Brothers and Sisters, like you know, recurring bits on mm-hmm. those, and then just little bits of TV. And then I did a, a play at the Taper and uh, out at the Getty Villa. And um, but I've only been here three years, so that's so what, quite a bit. That's what I've done so far. Years, yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, this is Kenny. I'm here with Greg Aronowitz. I got the name right. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I'm at his uh, his studio, uh, Barnyard Effects, and uh, we are uh, working on some guild stuff. You may have seen from this episode uh, in Tink's room, there are new posters up um, of the Bitch Cat, and that's actually a creation uh, from the mind of Greg. So uh, how did you, did they ask you for something for Tink's room, or did this just pop into your head and you thought it would be something cool? Yeah, no, it was actually uh, my contribution, um, and it was just very cool that uh, you know Felicia uh, went with it. There's, there's, how do we talk about Bitch Cat without spoilers? There, there's things that happen later on that um, I just felt like would be good if there was some kind of wraparound to tie back to earlier parts of the season. Um, and Tink's room is one of those places where, uh, you know, things are talked about. So I wanted to have some uh, physical repre- representations of things that could then be later seen. And um, a character, I thought it would be funny if there was a character. So it's kind of like a Hello Kitty parody. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to think of something that uh, Tink would be into because she doesn't seem like a Hello Kitty type girl. Yeah. And uh, that's where Bitch Cat came from. So it was, I was thinking about it because I, I was working on the other stuff and it was two days before the first day of shooting, which in our timeline is actually yesterday. <laughs> so this is kind of weird. We're actually recording this from the future or from the, from past? the past? From the far past. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but. Uh, it was two days before, and I emailed Felicia, Sean, and Kim, and I said, hey, I know it's a little late in the game to be adding new things, but I had this crazy idea. What if we did – and I – first of all, I was 90% positive that I wouldn't even get a response from Felicia because she was you know, so busy working. And I thought Sean would be like, oh, you know, we, there's no time. And um, and all three of them emailed and said, oh, my God, this is like the coolest, funniest thing. We have to do it. So I ended up um, – Staying up like till four in the morning on uh, Friday to get the art done, and then Tyler swung by at like five a.m. and picked it up, and then it ended up on set yesterday. So. Wow! So you did Friday, <laughs> which would start shooting Saturday. Yeah. So you did it the night before. Yeah. Or the morning before. Yeah, yeah, because because I thought of it on Thursday, 
and then everybody responded. And you sent them pictures? No, no, no. It was it was idea. purely like I so had no idea what it looked like. Yeah, I had no idea of. I didn't really put too much thought into it because I was like, oh, this. I might not have to even worry about anything till the end, yeah. you know. And um, I just put it out there, and then they were like, yeah, let's go for it. And then and then I got an email because I also did not know that, that we it, 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 it would have to be first. Yeah. So then I got an email. That was the thing. On I got an email from Sean at. 5 a.m. And this is how, you know, it's like, cause I know there's a lot of people out there like, oh, I want to go to Hollywood and be a director. Like, it must be like super cool and super easy. Just tell people, you know, it's not. It's like the closer you get to production, j- basically, you just have no life except the production. Hours, yeah. yeah. And it's literally 24 hours. And poor Sean, yeah, he, he was probably doing script notes or something or doing shot lists. But 5 a.m., there was an email that said, uh, yeah, in terms of that uh, <laughs> bitch cat thing, it's a it's a great idea. Um, we would need that tomorrow, <laughs> and I was like, oh. so um, yeah. I, I there was a bunch of other stuff that I had to get done, so I didn't get to start till like eight o'clock, and uh, and then I did the one. That's that what you, I was gonna say you did too. Yeah, <laughs> I did the one, and I said, you know what? I just don't feel like this sells it as being part of her world. It just would. So um, I just stayed up and did the other one, and you know, which I think ended up being more like the favorite one. I know I was getting texts from oh, really? people. The the you wish one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Kim texted me, and she was like, "You wish." <laughs> so very cool. Yeah, hopefully they'll, uh... It'll be huge. Yeah, something will come up. Like, it literally was just a little throw-in that I thought would be funny as a, as a tie-in. Yeah. And, um... But what's great is they're so prominent in the episode. Yeah, well... I mean, Tink sits between both of them, and they're huge on screen. Yeah, that was really cool. Tyler put them right up there. Yeah. And, for, and um... But then I went to set, and everybody was saying, oh, we want t-shirts and stuff, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh... <laughs> And Kim was like, oh, you have to do, like, a webcomic, so... So we'll see. Maybe something will... Who knows? ...come of it. It's those last-minute ideas that always end up being... The best thing. Cool. Thanks for chatting with us. (laughs) No problem. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, this is Kenny. I'm live on the set of The Guild Season 4, and I'm here with Jeff Lewis, who plays a Vork. Today, uh, you did Episode 1 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a lot of moaning and screaming from Sandeep. Right. Was this the whole resuscitation when he passes out? Yeah, he passes out. Ago. It was fun. I mean, it was nice to get away from the desk and get on the floor and really uh, mix it up. And, and uh, you know, just, try, just such an odd thing, trying to revive him. And it was uh, just a fun interaction. You know, most often we're, um, even though we're in the same room, we're basically at our at our uh, particular monitors, computers, doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice to get us together on the ground, rolling around. And did you get to improv much, or did you guys just do it straight as it was written? Uh, we generally do it the first time straight as written, and then we sort of mess with it. I mean, there was I think both of us came with a line here or there, and they let us add because we had some extra time, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Hey guys, this is Kenny. I'm on um, live on the set of The Guild Season 4, and I have Sandeep Parikh sitting here with me. And again, when, uh, you're teamed up with Jeff, because I think you guys just make a good comedy duo. How is it working with him again? 
Um, it's, I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, he's very funny. We were just talking about it. Like, I wish we did more. I wish we had more just kind of bantering back and forth. It's funny because, like, we do a lot of stuff where we're talking into the, yeah, the screen. Yeah. And so it's like we don't really – it's not like an improv scene when I improv with Jeff. You know, we're, like, we're really engaging in each other and, yeah. you know. You play off each Yeah, game. so, like, we had, like, a CPR scene that we did today, and that was really fun because, you know, we're right on top of each other and, you know, acting. You know, and we, get, we, got to do, we got to riff and do some improv. I don't know if, how much of that's going to make it into the cut, but it definitely be some Easter egg stuff. Yeah. And that, that, that's, like, that's when it's the most fun for me, when I'm, like – just going off well, off the top of my head yeah. and one on one with Jeff or Felicia or people yeah. that I can really like I, that I can really riff with. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what else did you work on today? What else? You've done uh, episode one stuff, I guess. It would I be. got yeah some episode one stuff. Uh, did a lot of uh, today. Well, Zabu has a lot of freakouts this season. He fr- freaks out when his mother calls. That was really fun. And so it was it was interesting because we we had to. Um, sort of on the fly figure out what the heck he's going to do. In the script it says he starts piling things on top of his phone. Um, but then on, on the set we had, you know, work making his burger and uh, a spatula and some tinfoil and all this stuff that was already on the desk. So I was like, okay, well, well, why don't we just use the stuff that we already have here, uh, like a meat grinder. <laughs> uh, and so it started out with like, oh, let's just use the microwave behind me to, let's just use all this crap on my desk. And then uh, as I started, you know, I, I fold, I, first I try to shove it into the meat grinder, doesn't go in there. And then, it, you know, uh, then I uh, uh, fold it up in tinfoil and then smack it with the spatula and drop a calculator on top of it and a bell. And then uh, finally it ends with me literally taking a burning hot uh, burger off the grill onto it, which is it's kind of just fun to... Nice. Be able to interact with all these props and get yeah. silly and go crazy and yeah. and I fainted a lot today. A lot of fainting. I heard a lot of moaning and a lot of moaning and, and screaming. Yeah. yeah, some of those moans I was were. Like, what scene is he doing? Oddly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have very erotic uh, fainting spells. Apparently, nice. I was like, uh, I was like, I want to do that again. <laughs> that sounded like I was I was getting off. That's a little weird. Uh, so, so th- but it was fun. Uh, some pratfalls. I always love being physical and being yeah. silly. And I'm definitely getting older though, because I like would fall over and be like, "Oh, that hurts." You feel it now. Yeah. Yeah. My bones, my old creaky <laughs> bones. Awesome. I'm live on the set of The Guild season four, and with me is Sean Becker. Uh, how's it going? Going good, man. How are you? Very tired. I appreciate you chatting with us. Um, so what scenes were shot today? Uh, a lot of scenes in codexes. <laughs> in fact, every single scene was shot in codexes. So we just shot 12 straight hours of a of one bedroom. <laughs> uh, how did that go? It went good. We um, The lighting and camera team is just awesome, and they are um, like moving really quick, and we're getting a lot of sets. I don't know how many sets we did today, but... Yesterday we were over 40, It was or shots. We had 40-something shots yesterday and today. I'm, I have to check, but yeah. I'm sure it's up there, too. But, no, we, I mean, we shot every possible angle in that room yeah. to keep it interesting. Because one thing I wanted to do this season is the um, show. I'll just hand the delicious call sheet. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to do this season was, you know, a lot of the season, you know, coming off season three when we were – you know, out and about, and we had 14 locations, and we were doing a lot of exteriors. Is that when we got back inside um, for this season, we're in everyone's chat rooms a lot, which mm-hmm. includes, you know, then um, we got the smaller ones like Codex. This is an actual bedroom. It's not a yeah. set. It's not a soundstage. Yeah. It's literally a bedroom yeah. in Kim Evie's house. So, <laughs> you know, 
It could be easy to. God damn it. <laughs> uh, that was our DP. Uh, distracting me on the other side. Nice. We're all hitting the delusional. <laughs> uh, I'm on a bunch of Benadryl right now, too. I got a spider bite yesterday at Felicia's, so I'm dealing with that. But uh, but no, no. What we wanted to do was just keep that room interesting. You know, I mean, we easily could just shoot up, uh, set up a POV and set up a side shot and just shoot all day like that. Yeah. But we want to make sure that, like, you know, we're in season four and we want to explore that room as much as possible and keep things interesting keep the camera moves going yeah. and, and keep the coverage going too so that everything flows nice. um, I always feel like the show flows at a good fast rate and we want to keep that up and not make stuff yeah. um, static so we took the extra time and really explored that room today cool well, how did the hamburger throwing oh the hamburger you, you're the one that actually threw the hamburger I actually threw the hamburger at him yeah because um and I asked her if she wanted to do it, but she she said she wasn't she didn't know if she could hit the right spot. So then I you know we were running low on time, so I said you know what? I'll do it. It'll be fun. But like the way we were positioned with cameras, I had to get around Chris Darnell, our DP, and the camera. So I was kind of like on my tiptoes behind them, and I just I threw it as hard as I possibly could at him. Like yeah. And so did you were you did you watch what happened? Yeah, I saw I saw one of the takes. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't know if this is the one that you actually used. It was only it was only one one take. Okay, well that was he it. almost so, nailed him. Yeah. He bent down just. Yeah. Yeah, and then the burger just slammed the back of the, yeah. of the table. Yeah, so that, that was me actually throwing it at him, and I was trying to hit him, so, and he ducked, <laughs> so it was good. Nice. So the next scenes that we did are uh, episode one uh, for Tink, and that's the camera room where she's just talking to, to her webcam, so how'd that go? It went great. Um, I kind of had this plan where I wanted to switch Tink's angle, because for anyone who watches the show, you'll notice that usually whenever we're in a room, we cover the scene from a POV shot from looking into camera. And then we always have kind of a secondary shot of the room. Um, and so what I wanted to do was every other episode, we flip each side. So it's like episode one, we're on the left side of the room and episode two, we're on the right side of the room. The problem with that is it's a whole nother setup. Um, and so right now where we're, you know, starting to run low on time, I had to make the decision of, do I want to go with that? Or do I want to spend that extra time in blades room? Like what's, what's the payoff? Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course, you want to get everything you planned for, but that was a moment where I had to make a decision of like, okay, well, you know what? For the first half of the season, we're going to be on the right side of the room. And so when we come back and shoot episode 6 through 12 in about a week, um, we will switch the room then, which is an adjustment I wasn't planning on making. I was kind of hoping to do it the other way, but it's not worth it to get that and then have to rush through Vince's scene. Yeah, yeah. And did everything go as planned in Tink? Did you guys add any lines, add, take anything out? No, not really at all. Ran the way you no, it's basically the, the same. I mean, Amy actually likes to be just fed the lines, which is great because we don't have to go through the whole scenes. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through the whole scene once for reactions, and then we'll just pick up a couple of the, of the, the lines. But no, Amy nailed it today. She was uh, – she um, – her and I, like, had a quick little rehearsal before. I always give her minor I, – I try to – after we've done a few takes, try not to give notes anymore. That way we can just get the coverage. But if we're on take eight and I'm still giving notes, like that's just slowing things down, um, which is a habit I used to do with the previous season. So in this one, it's like if Amy's nailed it, I don't need to give her notes or adjustments unless something just blares yeah. out. But no, um, thanks to Amy, we actually did make up some time. First thing we did is we did some of episode one mm -hmm. with uh, Vork or with uh, Jeff and Sandeep. Correct. Uh, how'd that go? It went really well. We kind of uh, just picked up from yesterday. Yesterday we had shot them all day in the room, and today mm -hmm. we had a half day, which meant three quarters of a day. <laughs> and so we basically, yeah, it was fun. Um, there were two scenes in particular that I was. It's funny because 
and these rooms are pretty small, so when we ever add blocking, even if it's the slightest bit of blocking, it's it's always kind of uh, something to throw off. Yeah. yeah, the the rhythm. But then in a way, it's you know it's something. It's good to also break up the just uh, consistently shooting yeah. webcam type stuff. And so we had two scenes. Actually, the first scene was the one I was the. There were two scenes I was always worried about. The first one was the one where um, Zabu and Vork are on the ground, and uh, a lot after. He- after he faints, faints and he's right. on the ground, and Vork's trying to resuscitate him, I was not worried about it, but I knew that was going to be like more of a let's just get in there and figure it out type thing because yeah. um, we haven't shot those angles before in that garage, and so it's like, what would you know play? Where can we get the camera? But Chris um, Darnell, our DP, was ever like he came up with a few suggestions, and yeah. and it was actually that we knocked that one out right away. Nice. And then we had a second one. It was it's ridiculous. We'll come to certain parts where it's like the smallest joke and we will dwell on it for like a good 20 minutes because I mean that's just you know we're, we want to make sure that every joke getting it, right? it was just kind of figuring out what to do like basically in the script it's, it's the scene it, it ended up being what it was in the script which is Zabu's phone rings and so he throws it down and starts oh. piling a bunch of stuff on it talk about this, yeah. and so what happened is you know we were that was the way it was in the script so you know we were on set and trying to come up with some ideas on like what he would put on top of it yeah. and and the you know the reasonable thing was just whatever he can get his hands on, so I was trying to think of a little easier solution. And so um, I believe it was Tyler Robinson suggested that we throw in the microwave, and we were going to go that way, but then we decided well maybe we can throw stuff on top of it after all. And then we ended up just going with exactly what we should have gone with, which is basically just standing deep, just grabbing whatever he could and throwing it on top of the phone, and it, and it worked great. We just got done shooting our first pyrotechnic. You got it. Uh, scene. How'd that go? It was fun. Uh, we only did it in two takes. It was great. Uh, Tyler Robinson, who's our art director, uh, had rigged a spark slash flame mm-hmm. that ignited the computer that Codex had, and you know it was cool. Like we did one take kind of as a rehearsal, and the second one we just nailed it. So you know the kind of the theme of the season is like just to get it and move on, you know. Yeah. And so we got it, and uh, yeah, it was cool. It was definitely on my list of stuff that we had to like figure out you know because I'm so used to doing a lot of the, just the chat scenes yeah. and like you know like we, we don't do pyrotechnics in the show at least not yet but now we do <laughs> and so it's something I had never done um, before but no it went really it went great we had some good blocking and a good camera move and then you know Felicia of course was very good with yeah. hitting her marks at the right point and yeah. you know looking over seeing the smoke and then turning the computer all in one shot and it, yeah. it came out really good I'm happy with so it so it was everything that you imagined and more because the the spark was way bigger than the the attest footage I had seen yeah yeah very cool So that's going to do it for our first companion cast of Season 3, Episode 1. Let us know what you thought. Send your emails to knightsofthegild at gmail.com. It's K-N-I-G-H-T-O-F-T-H-E-G-U-I-L-D at gmail.com. Also, send us your thoughts on Episode 1 of Season 4. What would you guys think? Was it everything you expected? Where do you expect it to go? Uh, this is only the beginning, so go ahead and send us your voicemails and emails to knightsofthegill.gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, and we'll play them and we'll read them on our regular podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed our very first companion cast from Season 4, Episode 1. But before I go, always remember... Enchant a fish and make a wish, the festival of the sea! Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works. 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.